What's up, everyone? It's 2 p.m. on a Wednesday afternoon, which means you're tuning in to Cannabis Legalization News. I'm producer Lauren, and today we're going to be speaking with Rob Tankson from Presto Doctor, and he's going to answer a question we get a lot at CLN, which is how do I get a medical card? So we're going to be speaking with him in a few minutes, but first we do have to get into a little bit of cannabis legalization news. So, Mickey, Tom, what's going on? Hi, Lauren. How are you doing? Hey, Hey, Mickey. Still reporting from weed, are you? Live from the weeds. Live from the weeds. Even your microphone looks like it's made of weed. I know. That's pretty dope, dude. I love that. We're going to have to really thank that guy that has made this uh, a wonderful part of everybody's week. And thanks so much for joining us. And if you're wondering, no, that real estate probably won't do for your craft grow. Uh, And that has been the thing that everybody's been talking to uh, me about all week is just how do I find the real estate? What type of real estate do I need? And it just goes on like that. Are you finding zoning issues? Is that what it is? Oh, yeah. There are a whole mess of zoning issues. And so look for me to like hop on one of these really quick, uh, probably this weekend when I'm in Chicago uh, Saturday. And then I'll do one of these where I'm like, all right, let's let's find you the zoning so that you can see where you should be looking for your real estate. Because for the the craft grow, the infuser licenses, you'd need an address. And that address is quite crucial. That that is part of the shit storm that happened here in Washington. The when real estate I, problem? Yeah. When when I-502 kicked in, that's our the law that made recreational. Yeah. Um, as soon as it was activated, people scooped up spots. I got a warehouse here, blah, blah. And then, of yep. course, moratoriums kicked in or uh, neighborhood zoning regulations. Yeah. yeah, we have opt-outs. And so, like, uh, well, close to Chicago, it gets quite dense. Like, here in Peoria, Peoria is fine. Like, if you want to open up a craft grow, come to Peoria. We'll let you. But um, if once you get closer to Chicago, like, you know, in those collar counties... Once one of them, like Naperville, for example, will say no. And then like all the little surrounding ones will say no. And then the ones that do say yes will have like these setbacks that they put. So like, you know, 2,500 feet from everything. So you really only have like one place in town. And then for some reason, that place in town doubles in price overnight. Man, that's going to be a fun time for you guys. Again, you're going through the aches and pains at the beginning of what legalization is. Well, the aches and pains are real. I mean, I told you that I, I actually went to try to buy uh, legal cannabis in Illinois, uh, not using my medical card. Uh, last used my medical card because I wanted to buy some flour. I got some Arez flour because some people said that, no, no, you should try it again. It's pretty good. And you know what? It is. It is pretty good. Uh, and so uh, if I would have not had my medical card, no flour, because uh, the medical patients are preferenced over the adult use patients and the adult use, I guess they aren't adult use patients, the adult use customers. And then the, in the adult use customer line, there was only one type of flower. It was basically industrial hemp. And you know, that's eventually going to, um, like, I I think you guys are going to go dry eventually. Like, uh, you know, your guys are going to go dry. Um, I mean, it's, it's already dry. It can't get drier than it is now. There ain't no weed. Yeah, it just it's just crazy that you guys. Uh, I mean, I like your structure honestly because uh, that encourages more people to get into the medical thing. But unfortunately, do right. you guys that medical situation is it a registry that you guys are, or how does that work? What kind of yeah. database is that? Um, I'm not sure exactly what type of database there is, but there's a database out there with the medical patients, and uh, there's about a hundred thousand of us now. Uh, not not even, but a lot of people have been getting their medical cards so that they it's it's cheaper when you actually go and buy, because you're not going to pay all those crazy taxes, like uh, the regular adult use page, uh, they aren't adult use patients, <laughs> but all use yeah. is medical use, right? So right. whatever the adult use uh, customers are, but then also you get preference over flowers. So for right now, 
you're going to be able to actually go and buy maybe an eighth of flour. And then also you can go to your home and then grow from home. That was uh, the thing that I just hopped on the internet and I did a uh, piece on how to buy seeds legally online. Yeah, I saw that. So what's your recommendation for a place? Um, it depends on what you're looking for. And then actually one of the best things on that, uh, that, that video that I did was in the comments. So check the comments on the how to buy seeds legally, uh, uh, video that I did last week. I was wearing a stocking cap and I was very cold because it's January and you can't find any place that actually is selling seeds right now. None of the dispensaries are. And in the law, it says you, you can buy these seeds from a dispensary, but you can't not right now. It's so you ever it's a real public policy conundrum because you want yeah. patients to have access to their medicine and be able to grow cannabis, but then you also uh, want them to do it legally. And so how do they do it? And I think really what it comes down to is seeds don't weigh very much. What do you mean? Like as far as uh cells go or the tr like how you're talking before, well, how, do punish, how do they punish cannabis? They, they punish cannabis by the weight, right? Gotcha. So like if a seed weighs one fiftieth of a gram, if you need 50 whole seeds, for a gram and you're selling seeds by the three, like, you know, feminized autoflower seeds, three for $40. Yes. That's, that's, you know, it's, it's an, in, it's a fraction of a gram. So what are you going to get busted for? Yeah, that's true story. A fraction of a gram. And then I'm sure like in some States, they say that you can have a seed license where you can sell seed and maybe some States allow you to sell on the internet and then and cross state lines. But I haven't uh, heard of that though. Totally illegal. What's that? I haven't heard of any state seed sales. Like oh, as far as uh Yeah, you can find you can find seeds on the internet. I got some from Mephesto. Mm -hmm. Uh and people can find seeds on the internet. And you go to that uh video that I did on how to buy seeds legally online, uh look in the comments, people are just giving tips about no, no go to this oh, website, nice. check out these genetics, you know. It's great. Well, that's a great part about this community, right? If we yeah. give people a platform to interact with each other and then shit like that you find things out yeah and but that is kind of interesting that in the comments there's because i try to i did a little bit of legwork to find where people are saying that they're getting their seeds you know if both in europe and then also in the united states and then you kind of dig into that whole rumor that they're a souvenir uh, uh, it's that that's it being the, the the controlled substances act is very clear it's you know cannabis and the seeds thereof right there yeah yeah no i think i think cannabis people are very helpful because we all want to overgrow the, the freaking world you know essentially yeah we want we want the world to look like your backdrop damn right uh you know yeah. you know like i said eventually it'll be the price of broccoli but it won't be for like another 20 or 30 years until it won't we have be at that the price of broccoli but i will give you be it'll be at the price of bush light okay. about, you know but because right I mean, like the, the most expensive aspect of that bush light is probably the tax dollar on the alcohol well, what's crazy right now? So I, I did a little experiment for our viewers. I, I purposely, uh, uh, again, I, we're, we're we're fighting for the uh, the bullshit ten percent here. The, I can't believe it. It's it's the home of legal weed, and they're fighting over uh, limitations to purity. And so uh, they're they're trying to limit the amount of cannabis extracts in Washington State to ten percent, which is ridiculous because Washington Washington State has flour that is twice or three times 10%. And why they think that that's going to make it safer is beyond me. But I, I couldn't also believe how many Democrats were trying to do it. I mean, the prejudice against cannabis is real, yo. No, it's it's freaking retarded. Today is the day. What I just showed retarded. you was my comment because uh, 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 I put that last night, uh, last minute entry. We, we can put comments through the website, which is pretty dope because then it sends it to my representatives and they Good. receive my message. And then, uh, but this morning, so... 
for sake of science. This is all science based. This is science. So that's we're here for educating about legislative process and science. Yeah. You know, we're here to to be the test dummies for you guys. So, like, I got this uh, Gorilla Cookies uh, Falcana, uh, extra sticky. And yeah, uh, what's the, what's the what's the THC content on that? So it says twenty five point seven percent. Okay, so like, could you buy that flour if they pass that concentrate law where it's going to be limited to ten percent? Because now your flour is two and a half times stronger than your concentrate. Well, it, it, this goes to the retardation of our. Uh, uh, our legislators, you know, this is this is just pure reefer madness. Um, so yeah, it, madness in Washington State, yeah, in the state that legalized it first for adult well, use, we have more than that. So like, this has been a busy week, right? I mean, twenty twenty seems like it's been three years already. It's only been four weeks. Yeah. Uh, you know, in 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 the, in the what last week with with Kobe's death and yeah. the 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 Trump stuff with impeachment and then the uh, uh the bombings in Iran and all this other crap. Oh, and the Super Bowl's on. on Sunday. You know what that? Yeah. Means? <laughs> It means uh, next week's episode is our official one-year anniversary. Oh, my God, dude. It's been, yeah, yeah. It's fucking dope. We've, we've, we've changed a lot. I've watched them over right, older ones. Uh, and, and to celebrate our one-year anniversary, let's give away a shirt. The shirt says 1101001001. Miggy, can you please translate the shirt for the good folks at home? That'd be a binary 420. Okay, so 110 is four then in binary, I'm assuming. Well, it, the way binary works, you, you you the numbers start from right to left. So like zero zero one, like I'm I I'm not off my head. This is not anyway on the back but, though. It does say cannabis yeah. legalization news, and so then uh, we need a small procedure for how to give this away. Uh, first off, it would be well, who wants a shirt? That, yeah. that that's usually a yes. But then the second one is well, how do we then find out where to mail that shirt? So uh, I guess the first person to drop their address in the comments. Yeah, we'll mail you a shirt. There you go. Well, not not the whole address, but the no, no, no. I, I want the people to expose themselves to their address on the internet, <laughs> and then and then after we mail them the shirt, we will delete the comment. Right. So, uh, you know, as we're talking about how Washington, a legal state, is facing reef for madness, there's also you know during that crazy week of stuff that's been happening, uh, we got a uh, an Oregon uh, person uh, now cross dressing Mormon. I, I mean, I don't know what the you know everybody's got their stick whatever but he's facing cannabis charges so and along with that in oregon another legal state in michigan uh, uh there's a federal uh just got uh 16 years federally federally uh, 16 yeah. years yeah so that's a medical mission michigan, michigan and recreation but like all right was this guy licensed was he state law compliant being sentenced to 16 years in federal prison for cannabis yeah but you so just like with lance gore an investigation will start with the state and then they hand it over to the dea and then once the dea gets involved they're obligated to to you know fullest extent to the law yeah Yeah. bullshit period you know in a freaking oh hey we got an address all right marge marge you you take that second part of her name there and we'll no, no, I'm good. Um, All right. Uh, we're going we're gonna, to, well, I'll give her a zip code. I don't think she's going to be exposed with her zip code, but uh, Flanders, Marge Flanders. I'll have to look up that one. And then we have some backup shirts. So maybe Facebook user can get one of them from me. I have pink ones. I have really? large and too small. I gave them away. So I gave a bunch of shirts away at an event I went to this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a What's the name of the event. It was just a social uh, oh. out here. We have uh, a lot of the old hats, uh, the cannabis growers from 80s, 90s, you know, 
Cool. And so a lot of that's the culture that you know. I just people. Are, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was it was just a small event, but a bunch of girls. One of the people though, uh, Myro Keefbox. He's a he's a kind of infamous. Uh, uh, he makes Keef boxes out of wood, kind of mm-hmm. craftsman type stuff. Nice. He's one person I gave it to, but yeah, it was just a social. That's cool. And then on Saturday at UIC on Off Halstead in Chicago is going to be the mayor's Chicago Cannabis Resource Fair. See you there. How was your chai, the chai event? Oh, the, the green and shy. That was great. That was uh, last Wednesday and uh, it was a wonderful time. There's a, a vibrant uh, cannabis entrepreneur culture in Chicago, and I can't wait to see the uh, types of businesses that Chicago creates uh, for cannabis over the next five years. It's going to be something else. If you meet media people out there, you should point them to me so they can help me put content on the other side. I did. I met a media person there and I um, I thought her last name uh, was the title of her company. It was like Green Jams or something. I, I can't remember. It was uh, stupid. Anyway, let's see. Uh, let's, let's fight to the right to leave a league. Cannabis, no please at rest time. All right. Well, you know, that's there's that. But I do want to thank, uh, what was her name again? Marge. Thank you, Marge. Send you a shirt. Yeah. Hey, uh, somebody asked about medical uh, licenses or medical uh, prescriptions in, in Illinois. Maybe we should bring our guests on and talk about medical that. prescriptions in Illinois. That yeah. Sounds like something our guests would know about. Yeah. Absolutely. Rob, what's going on? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. How's everybody? Good, man. Thanks for coming on and telling us about your business. Presto Doctor. What is that? So Presto Doctor is the number one rated uh, doctor service for cannabis. So Think of us as the virtual doctor's office. Um, if patients want to get a medical card, uh, they don't have to go to a clinic. They can literally get on their phone, get on their computer, talk to a doctor, and complete the whole process from home. Awesome. Awesome. So when did you guys get going? Uh, we launched in the summer of 2015. So um, it's been about almost five years now. Really cool. Uh, what state did you start in, and how did that go, and how was the expansion? So launched in California, um, which was, you know, the world's largest cannabis market. So learned a lot there, um, able to expand out. Uh, currently, we do cards in uh, California, Nevada, New York, Oklahoma, and Missouri with, uh, you know, more to come, hopefully. I cool. bet you guys figure out the barriers in between, because here in Seattle, or rather Washington, when medical, well, even the, the whole Rockies uh, Northeast side, because I saw in uh, Montana back when it first became medical, I was driving through because I used to travel as a technician and on the free highways, I'd see billboards, you know, come get your medical card or blah, blah, blah. And that's kind of what uh, hurt uh, Montana uh, because they were kind of so flagrant out there. Uh, and here in Washington, we kind of did the same thing where people would at Hempfest would show up at a booth and get signed. What kind of hurdles are you facing when it comes to like, Yo, this is a legit, uh, you know, analysis or, or prescription because I do the same thing with the VA. I go online. I say, hey, I just need more asthma spray. It's all I need. I mean, it, it's that simple. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah. Uh, so, sorry, you cut out a bit, but oh, uh, sorry. what kind of hurdles are you facing for the states, though? For Got you know? it. Got it. Got it. Um, so, you know, patient wise, um, you know, it each state varies. Right. So. Certain states were able to operate in, you know, the ones I mentioned. The states allow you to, you know, establish a patient-doctor relationship online. Um, the states that we can't, you know, like, you know, Colorado. Um, Illinois? Illinois, Florida. Those are markets, large markets with a lot of sick people that we like to be able to service. But unfortunately, there's barriers. You know, you have to have that doctor-patient relationship established in person. So 
we're kind of working with you know legislators and seeing what, you know what we can do to get those changed. Um, a lot of the laws are really outdated, and so that's that's our biggest challenge is is, is getting around the laws and, and and working with legislation to be able to offer more access. Is it uh, why do you think that is? Because like we our show is all about changing laws and how difficult that can be, but why do you think some states require an in person patient evaluation to create that uh, met, uh, that doctor patient relationship? Sure. So, um, you know, it's kind of a mix. States like Colorado originally allowed telemedicine and cannabis. Um, unfortunately, that was uh, abused by you know some physicians who essentially ran a script mill, just you know getting patients in, you know getting them out, collecting their, their buck, and then you know just running a business like in, in a way like that. Um, I think you know those type of companies really put a bad taste in, in legislation's name. Um, other other states are are more just uh, outdated, like Florida's law, for example, is just an old law in the books that you know should eventually be changed. Which is kind of ironic for a pill mill state, right? Yeah. But like, are you working on any like platform? Tom, you're on mute. Uh, are you working on any platform to uh, uh, like like a presentation for each state? Those those ignorant states. Are you saying like, uh, hey, here's virtually we can check uh, the doctor can meet the person and hear his complaints, his pain, and be like, you know what, cannabis will solve that. Is there anything you're working on with that? Yeah. So. Um you know, as far as like every patient that goes through our platform, they're able to get, in addition to, you know, talking to a knowledgeable doctor about cannabis, they also get a, um, a treatment plan that's personalized to their needs. You know, we're not allowed to give a, a legal uh, prescription, but the recommendation is obviously the, like the legal jargon for it, uh, what patients get. But, uh, you know, in addition to that, you know, being a service that provides that extra step that gives them the treatment plan, you know, we, we see a lot of patients, you know, some are new, some have been using for years, but ultimately it teaches all patients like that it is a medicine and like how they can track their use. You know? Yeah. In this industry, like a lot of people are quite passionate and excited to be in it. When did you uh, are you passionate about what you do? And if so, when did you know that you were going to that this was what you wanted to do? Yeah, I'm very passionate about it. Um, it you know, it's, it's just like, you know, it's, it's almost a dream. You know, it's I look forward to every day. Um, the thing that drives me um my team is is the first, but besides that is is the patients, like really seeing how much of a difference this plant makes in people's lives. You know, people call in to us all the time, message, email, and and you know, some are in tears, some are just sharing their stories, and that that's that it's nothing more rewarding than that. Okay. Um, as, as, far as, as far as when I knew, um, I think just really learning more about the plant, um, knowing that it could have possibly made the last days for some family members a lot smoother. So mm -hmm. that's what really sparked my interest. Well, um, here in Washington, uh, it used to be in the beginning, like a naturopath could, could give you a prescription, right? Like I believe in wellness and holistic stuff. Well, with our recreational, that kind of killed that part, right? They've created different licenses. Do you have like a, a diagram for each state? I imagine each state's got its own little semantics about who can be a sprite. Like some you need a natural doctor. Other ones, it's cool, man. You just did that online certificate. Good to go. Yeah, no, it, it definitely varies by state. And you know, as you guys know, in different markets, it's uh, each state is like its own little island. Right. Right. Um, and, you know, the same thing with with um, the medical process in New York, for example, um, you know, doctors, uh, MDs and DOs, as well as nurse practitioners can, can um, write recommendations. In other states, it's only, you know, MDs and DOs, um, you know, the state processes, you know, do vary. Um, you know, based on like you know, where you are, how much paperwork you have to do. Um, the good thing is it can all be done online, though. You know, everything can be done from home. 
That's fascinating. Now, do you help? Because I'm assuming, and you know, I'd like to know more about how Presco Doctor works from a business model standpoint. So, what I'm assuming, and let me know if I'm wrong, and please explain it. You're you're facilitating the doctor to have uh, an, a checkup with the patient. So the doctor gets paid. The patient's probably the one who's paying because very often uh, health insurance does not cover um, cannabis. And then you guys are the tech company that's kind of the intermediary that's allowing that uh, partnership or pairing or matching of patient to doctor who's using the web portal uh, to find each other. How is that right, or how does it work? Yeah, that's that's, that's uh, pretty spot on. So um, Presto Doctor is you know a platform. Um, we you know allow patients to sign up, register, and then we host a video chat on our website. Um, and so that's how patients connect to doctors. Um, and then, you know, afterwards, we're able to help them through, you know, all the paperwork and stuff that they need. Is it one, one fee? Oh, sorry. Uh, how, as far as how we make money, um, you know, patient pays a fee. Um, you know, Presto Doctors, you know, splits that um, with the doctors. You know, we have contracts with them. Um, and then, you know, doctor gets paid. We get paid. We handle all of the marketing, all of the, you know, um, you know support. And just kind of think of us as like the virtual back end for doctor's office for, for um, you know, for our physicians who are, who are all remote. Mm-hmm. Not a virtual is the way to go. Uh, you know, again, like I was saying with through the VA, when I have issues, I just call them up and, you know, I only see them one time. But the whole personal thing, it seems a little excessive unless like, hey, I got a bump right here, doc. Can you check or, it? Or like, uh, let's let's check your temperature and blood pressure. I can't. I mean, if you want to really make some jack, who doesn't? It's America. Mm-hmm. Figure out how to do like an online blood pressure reader. I'm assuming they have them, right? They have they have blood pressure readers that like I can go to Walgreens right now and buy one, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, yeah. Um, you know, they, they have some really high tech ones. They're still pretty expensive, like like for what you're talking about. Sure. But I mean, sooner or later, you know, that's gonna be you know, those prices will come down. It'll be more accessible. So it's only well, I, do it. I do uh, consults online through a video conference, fairly similar to the one we're having right now that becomes a podcast and whatnot, but still it's, it's 2020. I, I mean, I can't, I'm not sure why some States other than they don't like change. And most people don't, not most States don't uh, as to why they can't have a, a virtual uh, medical checkup where you can interview a doctor via video conference and make a diagnosis. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, there are even some States I, I, I met the gentleman, uh, had a chance to meet the gentleman that, that wrote the bill for Pennsylvania. And when I approached him and just, you know, just having a conversation about what we did, he didn't even know that that telemedicine wasn't allowed. And he agreed himself. Oh. So sometimes it's, you know, you know, these bills are so large that even the person that wrote it doesn't even realize like all this stuff is in there. So he, you know, gave me his card. He was pretty excited about getting that changed because he knew that, you know, that allows more patient access. Right. Have you thought about doing like a storefront, like maybe just having like one blood pressure checker and one thermometer and then like a monitor right there? So like, you know, people can just cycle through. I, mean, I imagine just work around some of those weird states where you got to have that first personal contact, you know? Yeah. So, um, you know, we have some plans as far as how to best attack that. Um, we, we haven't had brick and mortar locations yet, um, but we do a ton of events. Um, I think we've done since 2015, we've done over 120 events. Um, we've done anything from, you know, smaller, uh, more intimate events, um, you know, where, you know, you know, we see a couple of people, we're just more so educating them to anything up to, we've, you know, been the official position of, um, high times cannabis cups where we nice. evaluate, you know, thousands of patients in a few days. So, um, I'd say our, our presence at events is, 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 you know, 
like one of our strongest marketing pieces doesn't have the storefront, but it has a storefront feel that we're always in communities, always like offering our services. You know, in the world. So when you do these events, are these like trade shows or are these specific industry type events for what? Yeah. So some are trade shows, but most of them um, are, you know, Oklahoma coined the phrase patient drive. Um, dispensary, kind of, um, you know, like these drives, they'll advertise them for a few weeks. Patients will show up, tons of them, you know, because, you know, there's either no doctor that does cannabis evaluations. There are, you know, patients that have to, you know, take long drives, miss work. So these things have been, um, you know, you know, pretty successful there. And also we've done them in other states since, since 2015. Um, we've done them in California and kind of all over. Wow, that's a big one too. How do you vet your doctor? Because I imagine, like you were saying, a lot of these guys are afraid to, to to prescribe cannabis. Even in California, Dr. David Allen was facing prosecution for being a cannabis doctor. And the guy was a heart surgeon. Wow. So how, do, how do you vet these guys? Yeah, no, and, and great point. Um, you know, we are pretty fortunate to be able to, you know, at this point at least, to be able to be very picky. Um, we, we get about you know 15 to 20 uh, CVs per month. Um, we're able to go through them. Um, you know, as far as the qualifications go, um, you know, the states, most states just require a doctor's license. Some states require a doctor goes, you know, an extra step and does a state, um, you know, training program. Um, but, I mean, overall, we, we've been pretty fortunate. Um, but initially, we thought that would be the hardest challenge. You know, we like starting a company. How the hell do we, do we attract doctors to work with right. us? You know, we're not. Yeah. Um, but, you know, our, our savior work was angel.co. It's, it's kind of a less... Uh, known LinkedIn competitor, but that was pretty uh, helpful. Well, I think it's okay. I was going to say, like, you know, I had the similar similar thing because I practice in cannabis law, and I'll post a job post, and it's just like, ah, I'm yeah. not going through a hundred resumes. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you know, and, and I totally feel like you're paying as far as your fear, like when you started this, because in the early days, I mean, when Prop 215 just started, it was hard, and people were getting prosecuted, and so now do people like. I mean, I imagine because you're a good intermediary. I mean, you're like the Craigslist for doctors, really, because it's going to come down to someone looking for a doctor and you're saying, hey, I got that guy because a lot a lot of people don't know. Even in legal states here in Washington, people ask me, uh, you know, where do I get a script? And there's only two or three guys still doing it out here. Yeah. Yeah. No, you, man. yeah it's it's um, you know, the, the stigma is, you know, it, it's improving um, as far as the crimes, you know, and, and what people are being prosecuted for um, from. Our perspective, seeing that we used to, you know, initially get a lot of calls uh, more on the legal front saying, hey, what do I do if this happens? Or, hey, this just happened. What do I do? Um, whereas it was maybe, you know, like five a quarter, um, 2015, we, we get maybe one a year in the last, you know, last year. Uh, that's good. I bet the uh, the defunding of the war on medical marijuana at the uh, federal level has probably helped that because that really started around 2015. So, um it sounds like you've probably are familiar with a lot of various states regulations for getting their medical card for cannabis patients. Which state has just the most ridiculous hoops and hurdles for its patients? Yes, I, I feel like a like a like a cannabis attorney myself. You know, yeah. you have to know these laws in this state and that state. You can't tie your shoe this way in that state. And then sometimes they change, right? Just because. Um, because. Yeah. yeah. But like. Um, I'd say overall now the process has gotten a lot better um, as far as who has the most ridiculous. Um, I guess I would say ridiculous in, in the sense of um, 
of, I believe patients should be able to, to get same day access. Um, New York, for example, um, their, their program has gotten a lot better. Uh, now patients can have an appointment with us um, and get a, you know, a physical copy from the state, oh, sorry, a, a PDF copy from the state same day. Whereas wow. before it would take two weeks. So they can oh. go into the dispensary same day. Mine took two and a half months. Wow. What the? F it was Bruce Rauner's administration. He totally screwed us in Illinois on uh, our medical cannabis, and they just dragged their heels. That's why all these producers in Illinois are like, no, nah, no, nah, we get we get 2020 Monopoly style because you guys made us bleed hard in 2015, 2016. Like we didn't have we didn't have plants for like two years. And then like the patient count was just minuscule. Mm -hmm. And like, you'd wait, you'd apply. If you could find a doctor, you'd go on a doctor hunt first, which would take forever. Yeah. And then you'd apply and then they'd make, cause they didn't hire anybody in that department. It was just like, no, no, two guys. We all have two guys working there. And so it was a two and a half month backlog. And wow. so you'd, you'd not same day access, mm -hmm. maybe, maybe same trimester access. Yeah. You know, if medical start like that, I don't think we'd be where we're at today. Because even in, like in California and Washington, for me, it was a matter of just going to some guy with my 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 veterans record and saying, "Hey, look, man, I got back issues. Period. Like, I got it's this thick, you know." And they're like, "Well, you're fucked up. Here's a script." But uh, uh, man, that's just that's just painful to wait that long, dude. Uh, do you have uh anything special for veterans uh, as far as the process goes in the states? Yeah. So process wise, it's you know. It's essentially the same. Um, we do offer a veteran discount though, just, you know, as a thank you, you know, for further service, uh, just to show our appreciation. Nice. And then, uh, uh, I guess, uh, I heard that you had something to do with the NFL. Uh, yeah. So, you know, as, 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 uh, unfortunate as, as it is, the NFL has a very strong stance on cannabis, um, which, you know, obviously we, we don't agree with, um, been actually trying to contact them. So, uh, if anyone has any NFL contacts, hit me up. Well, um, you know the uh, uh, the 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 woman who's in charge of uh, she used to be the Washington D.C. Uh, Chile Chile police chief. I can say that ten times. Uh, mm -hmm. But now she's running the security for the NFL, and she said that cannabis was not a crime worth worth chasing. So I mean, you got it ends. What was the article you wrote about the NFL regarding CBD stuff? Or uh, so the article I wrote, um, you know, on Presto Doctor's blog was about cannabis and CTE. Um, it was it was around the time, um, I believe 2015, 2016, um, when um, you know the Will Smith uh, movie came out. Um, what was and, that one called? That was. Um, was it's it where we was that they were. He was the doctor, right? And they were studying. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. yeah, that was a good one though. But it, it, and then it just keeps getting worse because like that Aaron Hernandez documentary just came out on Netflix. And they study him, him, his body post mortem after he kills himself, and it turns out he's got all his CTE in his brain. He's like twenty five, yeah. you know. Yeah. Junior yeah. Well too. Yep. Yeah. yeah, the movie was concussion actually. Oh. Concussion, yeah. But still, yeah, but all that beating in the head. I mean, cannabis would definitely help with that. Oh yeah, you want to know why? It's U.S. Patent sixty six thirty five zero seven. Right. Well, you guys, everybody's heard of that one, right? And so that's why uh, on that one, I'll just kind of make sure that I, once again, we share the screen. And it's just annoying that it, they, they've known that cannabis has antioxidants. And then there's this word right here, neuroprotectorants. Yeah. And, and that they've known the whole damn time. And, and then that's, that's such a treatment option that why are you giving them opioids and alcohol 
when they could be using something that might actually have a protective beneficial effect and then give them some uh, some pain relief for their, their sore joints and muscles too. It just doesn't why? have pain. Yeah. Right. Doesn't that patent expire or did it already expire now? Oh, no, it's coming up on expiration. Let's see yeah. here. Uh, worldwide applications, 1999. So maybe it has. Maybe it has. So there it is. Application status is expired. Yeah. Uh, expired a year ago, almost to the day. Mm-hmm. January 29th of nine of of today actually it's it's i guess if i add this right here and maybe i can zoom in right there but you can see let's go make our neuroprotectants there it is let's go make our neuroprotectants everybody <laughs> right there application status is expired so um now it's it's it belongs to all of us right even though it always did <laughs> so do you consume rob i do yeah i medicate um you know Various times, um, you know, I consider you know everyone a patient, honestly, man. Yeah. Uh, you know whether you're doing it for you know what people call recreational. I like to call uh, adult use, you know, mm-hmm. um, but it shouldn't be you know like categorized. But I, yeah. I personally use. No, we say all use is medical use because I mean even like at the end of the day, if you had a bad day and you drink some beer and get fucked up, you could be in an accident. You smoke a dip and relax, and there yep. you go. That's right. It's uh pretty good and like the stuff that i really enjoy now is because like they've done such a great job of turning up the cannabinoids uh i like to take some of that fine uh, organic industrial hemp flower that's out there uh, a good lifter strain or something and i'll blend that into my my uh medical thc and it gives me a much more balanced uh you know synergistic effect which is that a pre-roll for you bud yeah, I was trying to see if you guys can see it because this is a pre-roll that's covered in uh, uh, some wax and then sprinkled with uh, keef on top. So, again, part of my experiment this morning where I, I smoked a bowl, then I smoked one of these joints. And uh, Are you dead uh, yet? I, and I, I made it to work and I've done some shit. I'm just saying, dude. Yeah. One died. I can't believe, though, uh, we talked about patent 663507 on the day it went off patent. That is pretty that's cool. Pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. Good time right there. That's good SEO right there, buddy. <laughs> yeah, so what's what does 2020 hold for uh presto doctor how's the growth trajectory looking yeah so um we're excited to be expanding to a few more states in 2020 um also have a another like segment of business we're launching to be able to service more patients you know so definitely excited to, to announce that pretty soon are you gonna try and get to the washington market we want to um just just you know washington is a, a tough market seeing that the program is you know it's they, they've gotten rid of it. So um, we want to be there with our new product. You know, it'll definitely be something that we can see patients there. Washington State has really trivialized their medical program, and they've basically just made it no program anymore. So what they've done, because there, there never was a program. Like I said, it could have been somebody that got a degree off online, naturopaths, right? I mean, that is a degree. Um, and it is a way that, that, to, to, to treat yourself. Like I always think, why can't I try the plant first, opposed to some little pill that was blue and manufactured by guys wearing suits and, and, and hazmat suits, right? Um, but so how it began here was, okay, boom, medical, magic. Now you have to find a doctor willing to give you that script or a naturopath. Once you get that script, you're good to go. You can grow your own or... And it's not a script. It's that recommendation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The prescription, that, they didn't get into federal problems with the FDA and all that. And that's why it's a recommendation and not a prescription. Yeah. And so what happened here when the, they restructured the recreational laws in the medical to help save the patients, uh, 
they created they actually created a database which some of us suspect might be being used against us because uh there was a raid up north that we're i'm still trying to investigate on but um the, the thing is so to have 15 plants as a medical patient you have to be registered in this database if, if i was just a patient if i found a doctor to give me a script it's under 15 so it's like six plants i think is my max as a patient so i mean you could still do a service but then again washington's a bunch of assholes where they probably put in the in the in the, uh, the law that you have to meet the person like have that repertoire that you're talking about rob where you know and because man they really don't like patients here i swear to god yeah no, I've, I've heard the horror stories and yeah um you know that, that's a tough one we definitely want to be there but some states are just, you know, it's a really uphill battle. Um, so we, you know, try to get access to people, you know, you know just with states that have less friction and then, you know, working our way. That's what I was gonna, okay. I was going to say, like, I don't understand. And it happens that, uh, and somebody in one of our comments was actually about, you know, how does it stay compliant, you know, telemedicine and with uh, pri patent pri uh, patient privacy as opposed to patent privacy and HIPAA and HIPAA, you know, the, the health insurance portability and privacy act of 1996. And those uh, laws required certain uh, procedures before you would share uh, confidential patient information and also procedures for uh, warehousing that information, storing it and, and selling it. Like when a, a doctor would retire and another doctor would buy his practice. Mm -hmm. So how does um, Presto Doctor address HIPAA? Yeah, and also a great question. Um, um, everything that we do is HIPAA compliant. Um, that was something that was very important to us, you know, getting started. Um, you know, seeing that, you know, when we launched a lot of, not everyone, right? But there were a lot of cannabis doctors that were, you know, weren't doing, weren't doing things above board. So we wanted to be, you know, like the example. So everything from, you know, where we, like have the videos, like the video platform is HIPAA compliant um, that patients connect with the doctor on, um, everything else, the payments, PCI compliant. Um, we've kind of crossed our T's and dotted our I's on, on making sure everything's HIPAA compliant, uh, very secure, um, you know, online. Nice. And there was a question, or somebody made a point here about, uh, uh, when I talked about the registration here, about how BS it is, I'd like to point out that in Washington State, we only have two registries, sex offender and cannabis patient. Wow. Wow, that's terrible. Yeah. Now, are you sure that's <laughs> accurate? You guys aren't keeping a track on like who owes, has a, a gun permit or nothing? Well, there is that vegan track list they have. But so the vegans, that, yeah, we have to keep the vegans on a track list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Making sure everybody's soy and contained and living a proper life. Yep. I got nothing to do. <laughs> so what part of California are you from, Rob? Uh, so I'm actually originally from uh, Chicagoland area. Oh, cool. And then I was in California for... 13 years uh, in San Francisco. And then I just moved to New York about a year ago. All right. Wow. Well, I'm glad that New York has the ability to do these types of online uh, medical recommendations, mm -hmm. but any luck in Illinois? Uh, so we're, we're, we're in early talks with some physicians. We've you know, kind of kept relationships with over the years um, because as you mentioned earlier, Tom, um, a lot of patients are coming back and saying, Hey, like I can't buy anything. I want to be a patient now. So Right. Um, it's a lot of people being redirected. And so we're having conversations with doctors to see if, you know, if they're open to seeing some of their current patients on our platform. So that's uh, something that we're, we're working on. Since you're in multiple state, are you providing like educational for each individual state as far as like qualifiers? Yes, we have, uh, you know, qualifying conditions. We have, you know, articles specific to each state. Um, and we post those, you know, on our blog and also, you know, just have 
kind of sprinkles on social media as well. Nice. So uh, when you're on social media, you can't buy ads, right? So we can't buy ads, unfortunately. Um, yeah, we can't buy ads neither. You know, uh, so that's why I got really good at Google. Just like, well, somebody's going to ask this to Google, and maybe Google will say, like, "Oh, talk to this guy." Yeah. Hey, it works, you know. But you can't buy ads. Can't buy. I mean, there was some some workarounds we found over the years, like you can kind of do some landing page stuff. But, but I mean, overall, um, you know, we so we were on AdWords for the first, I think, six seven months, which was insane, right? Like the results are just. Oh, I'm sure because like, how do I get my medical card? Bloop. Yeah. Rest of doctor. Yeah. yeah, it was insane. Um, but you know, it was a battle because you know someone, mostly most likely competitors, would report us because you know getting all the traffic. And yeah. so right. after a couple times of getting reported, then you had to you know use a different email. So we use like a different teammate's email, and then like uh, three of us at the time. And so then we start using the personal emails, and to a point uh, where we literally ran out of emails, and <laughs> we were on Fiverr.com and other sites. Um, buying, I don't know the thing. You can buy, um, you can buy aged Gmails, like it's aged wine, like so oh, shit. five year aged Gmails. Uh, and it, it was a process, but uh, you know that. I mean, the point is, it's, it's ridiculous, isn't it? It's ridiculous. And, and then it's, it's what you are advertising for is a legal product at its core. At, at the state, you're not going to try to advertise Presto Doctor in Idaho. Right. Yes. So you're not going to be in a, a location where somebody can't legally use your service. Exactly. It's only going to be in the states where you're legally going to be offering a patient's uh, ability to access their medicine. And so like, it was the craziest thing, though, I mean, before the, the law took it into effect here in Illinois in uh, January, this is still January, but, you know, beginning of this month, um, I had put a, a Google ad, like an ad word on for my cannabis law site and nope, mm -mm, didn't go through. And then suddenly uh, after like the first of the year, I'm like Googling just to see where I'm ranking. And, and then I see an ad for myself and I'm like, who the hell's running ads on me? Like I had forgotten <laughs> that I had put this ad like four months ago and they said no. And I guess Google is like, oh, it's legal there now. So I guess we'll run this. Yeah, we'll so suddenly it started working and I'm like, what the heck? You know, yeah. there, there is one platform though. You guys can advertise legally and it'll, they'll support you. And they got a billion people following. You guys know what that is? No. Pornhub. <laughs> Seriously? No, for real. No, for real. Pornhub here in Washington state. There have been some uh, dispensaries using Pornhub as advertising. I even had a conversation with the Pornhub uh, advertising uh, people because they were trying to. It's kind of funny because Pornhub contracts to another company. Um, I have their name in my email, but that guy was on Reddit who he, he wasn't very savvy using Reddit. Uh -huh. And I, you know, it looked like a, a cry for help. We're like, this is not legit. But then when I dug into it, this is a legit uh, advertising agency for Pornhub and mm -hmm. they want cannabis dollars. That's all mm -hmm. it is. Everybody wants cannabis dollars. That's why yeah. I call it cannabis dollars. You know, we definitely speak to that. Um, we've spoken to them before. The company that runs Pornhub ads, I think they're called Traffic Junkie. Yeah, that's uh, it. And it it makes sense from you know an eyeball perspective, but you know, being on the medical end, it's it's <laughs> to um. Well, you don't it's, want some guys there like oh, no, like Google wait, ads is I'm sick for it. It's a faithful way to do, yeah. you know. Right. When you're when you're Googling on Pornhub and you're at Pornhub, it's not like, you know what I need? My medical card. But when you're asking Google, like, how do I get my medical card? 
Presto Doctor. You know, it, that helps. That helps. Yeah. 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 I mean, some companies have been, you know, great at it. I think E24 was the first one that really crushed it. They, you know, have anything from like put me in your mouth with a sandwich next to, you know, whatever. But, you know, if, if there was a tasteful way to do it, yeah, we, we, we would. But, you know, it's like financially, it, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, you, 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 it's a tenth of the price of traditional advertisement. For but the bias is real, though. That's the thing. That's why with Tom, I mean, I've been doing the platform thing for over 10 years and I've watched it shape itself where I would have a big following. I could do one post and reach out to 100,000 people after a couple repostings and whatnot mm -hmm. and then as uh the the algorithm kept shaping uh i mean you do your best right you got to tell your followers you know subscribe and like to my shit and right. uh put the, the 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 bell on so you know when i'm on but even that i don't think helps because hang on a second we should probably do some branding as you bring that up right now <laughs> um let's make sure hey, everybody make with the likes and subscribes because if you don't the google algorithm will catch up to us no nah, yeah, it's real we'll be, we'll be fine it is real i mean like they you can't find that Facebook page we made 10 years ago on Facebook if you search for it. Yeah, any you type in the word marijuana in just any search engine of, of the Facebook. Yeah, nothing. Like, yeah, no one smokes weed all of a sudden. Right. And then suddenly when it becomes legal in Illinois, they sell the state is out of weed. And so like marijuana or cannabis becoming legal in Illinois was the best thing that ever happened for black market cannabis because everybody's like, let's go buy weed. What do you mean they're sold out? But it's also going to help your medical pro. I mean, I, like I yeah. said, the yeah. fact that people are leaping the medical just so they can have that, it kind of. Well, yesterday I put up my first tent in my, well, it's, it wasn't my first tent, my first grow tent. I'm an Eagle Scout. I put up tents for years, but um, uh, my first grow tent and boy, those lights are powerful. Yeah. Damn. Uh, but it's that that's one of the benefits of having your medical card in the state of Illinois. You can grow up to five plants. Yeah, no, those those lights are are very bright. Um, I think it was the last MJ BizCon. You know, you, you go through, you see different you know cannabis companies, and, and for those that I don't know, MJ BizCon is the largest cannabis conference. It's annually in Vegas. But yeah. you know, walking through there, you know, this year was just so many bright lights. It's just you feel like you're going blind. I mean, it those things are great for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They grow all that stuff that Miggy's lounging on. Right. See you green. Yeah. Hey, yeah. what color is it actually in the background there? Today it's uh, actually green. Here, let me. Uh, I'll see if I can turn it off for a second. So the green screen reacts to both blue and green. Uh, so it uh, should be called the blue screen too. Yeah, check it out. Look, it's a sheet. Oh, neat. Nice. <laughs> it works real well. Yeah, yeah. I, and I, I, like I get, I got a second sheet, the heavier material, and lighting does help. So um, we're we're getting there. Hey, Lauren. Hey. <laughs> Rob, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, where can we find and follow what's going on at Presto Doctor? Of course. Thanks for having me. So our website is prestodoctor.com. That's Presto like instant. Um, on social media, we're at Presto Doctor everywhere besides Instagram. We're at Presto Doctor underscore official. All right. Great. We'll make sure to follow that. Uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. As always, make sure you like and subscribe to tune in to uh, keep up with all cannabis legalization news. Uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks, Rob. Later. Thanks.